Welcome back to the Sarcastic Four podcast. Woo! We got Dina on my left. Hello. We got Liz on my right. Hey. We got Ralph on my right right. Hello. <laughs> and, and here's I'm, Brandon just just being here. He's the, 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 the doing, white yeah. one. And I'm Brandon. <laughs> on my left left, Liz's left and Dean's right. <laughs> we all have and died. on my left is right and on my right is left left. On south southeast side of the room. On first is when and on second is why. <laughs> anyway, guys. This is the Sarcastic Four podcast. We're on episode three, and we are going to have a great one because we're all so giddy. It's funny. I know. I like it's it. Like really cute. I'm, I'm so fired up. <laughs> well, well, why are we fired up, Ralph? Why are we fired up? Because none of us has any idea what the others think about Ant Man nope. yet. Mm. Yeah, I, I went to see it with Dean yesterday, mm-hmm. and we walked out, said "see you later," and that was it. Oh yeah, not a word. Impressive discipline. So did you did you guys decide prior to going in that you had that that was something you guys were going to do? The only or did thing you... we talked about was whether or not we were going to take notes because I wanted to know that I'm not going to be the only that I didn't want to be the only person with my phone lighting up in this in the movie theater. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I was there with Amber and her nephew, and I had no shame. Oh. About <laughs> just my notepad being wide open. I say no shame. I had the night mode on, so it was black, but at the same time, sure. I was too Canadian about it. I, was like, oh, no. <laughs> I can't I can't be rude. I can't I can't piss off the three other people in this movie theater. <laughs> yeah, no. Liz was like, I have to summer of sixty nine about this. It's okay. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> All right, so on the agenda today, we're not doing a rankings episode because I'm pretty sure no. we're Earned some hate for that one, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. On today's thing, we got our show and tell first. Then we're going to talk about DC and Star Wars updates. We're going to touch on the Harry Potter game because me and Ralph are absolute Just, whores for it. Oh, yeah. It's wow, taking over my life. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I would do a lot for 20 bucks and this game. (laughs) (laughs) You're just slithering in there. (laughs) I like that. I like that. And then uh, I actually, you know what's weird about that is I haven't met a single person who plays it that's a Slytherin, but apparently it's the most popular house. My brother's a Slytherin. You did say that. Yeah, which makes sense, that little shit. (laughs) You you did end up Ravenclaw? Yeah, I I went back. I took the the quiz and I was like, it told me Slytherin. And like I think I'm a Ravenclaw wing Slytherin. Is that how that works? Mm. Are you, you saying like a like your Enneagram? Yeah, yeah. That's how I. Well, I, I think I got excited about like the wielding the power of a wand in a video game that I got a little carried away. And then they and then oh and then they give you the unforgivable curses. I mean, I'm still gonna get those for sure. Oh, I'm dude. You know what my build is? What? My first playthrough. It's a stealth dark wizard. What? That's what I'm doing. Interesting. Like specialty is stealth, Petrificus totalis, and Avada Kedavra. Okay. Now, yeah. Well, just because whenever I play these games, I always err on stealth. If I read about it and find out it's a good play style for the game, I usually go stealth. Okay. Like Ghost of Tsushima, I did the same thing. Okay. Yeah. But And then the main event, we're going to be talking about... A spoiler-filled, this is full disclaimer, we're going to do full spoilers on Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. Which, by the time this airs, it should not be an issue because... No, yeah, I'm pretty sure review... Box office did pretty good. Review embargo will be lifted. I don't even know how the box office is doing on it. 
They don't usually reveal that right until the end of the first weekend. Uh, which is yeah. I Today. heard it was doing well. <laughs> it was doing better I than mean, we projected, but we could talk yeah. about that later. Oh, look at you. Yeah, oh, this is just all yeah. stuff. All right, let's start with the show and tell. Dean, what'd you bring? I brought yet another yep. wow. Disney Legacy lightsaber. Wow. This one is the Cal Kestis lightsaber from Jedi Fallen Order. And it sounds like... Ah, oh, man, that looks so good. Nailed it, nailed it. Yeah, so that is my show and tell. They they got it at Disney um, maybe two months before I went, so it was fairly fresh. Oh wow, I'm so freaking jealous. Yeah, and that yeah, is you're a big Calcastus. He's guy. my favorite yeah. Jedi, I think. Especially after I've seen some of the stuff from Survivor. Like, okay. I'm really <laughs> envious because I got there. <laughs> I remember this. I got there. They had all of the really cool ones there, right? They had, like, Tyrannus. They had Luke's Episode Six lightsaber, which is still my favorite hilt mm. until that one right there. Yeah, that one's The really Cal Kestis nice. one. And then, like, they were like, yeah, we're about two months off from the Cal Kestis one. And I just looked at Amber mm. and I was like, <laughs> no! Like Darth Vader in three. <laughs> just like, No! <laughs> And it's really lifelike. If you see right here on the hilt, it actually says it's just like the game. It says unscrew bottom to replace batteries. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> canon. So accurate. Yeah, that's canon. It's so accurate. <laughs> yeah. So in basic too. Yeah, dude. I just love. You can't really see it, but like, this is so freaking tough. Like when you play the game, you're like, it's just such an odd hilt mm-hmm. to have. I don't because know if it's the lighting, but it looks like plastic to me. Can I? Can I like? Look yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. You're gonna sneak I'm it sure around it's the not. Microphone. The, like the yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, it's heavy. Yeah. All right. It, it wields like a sword. That one is. Oh, I like the the little um, the little details down here. Like you see, like some of the wiring and stuff, mm-hmm. exposed wiring and stuff. Well, yeah, because the whole idea about That's that really cool. lightsaber is well, it was his master's. I I would. <laughs> It was his master's. Did you? Is there an option to have? Oh, this would be. This would. I can't believe I just thought of this live on the podcast. I just thought of. Do they have a screw in for the broken hilt? I had told Ralph about this before we walked in. It comes Sorry. with that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it last time. They do? Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. That makes me so happy. Because <laughs> they have a screw yeah. at the bottom there, right? Where yeah. you, can, you can screw in because canonically, he's one of the only light side users that has a double blade. Double blade. And oh, so does cool. his uh, okay. Lasat. Um, his his master Jedi master Was is a Lasat. Yeah, no freaking. Yeah, way. it's awesome. Huh. So, so his uh, the hilt is like, and he can do a dual wield or That's put so it together cool. and do mm-hmm. a single wield. I love that uh, double blade lightsaber. But yeah, but when you start the game, there's a whole bit where um they broke his lightsaber when he was escaping Order sixty six, and that's it's like got this really mangled in. It's really yeah, cool. comes with that. That's awesome. What did you bring for show and tell, Brandon? I've been hiding it because... I can't wait to ooh, see it. I, uh, this is, along with the Infinity Gauntlet 9.5 grade CGC comic I have, this is my favorite. Okay. Oh, wow. No way. Yeah. So this is <clears throat> Uncanny X-Men number 300 anniversary issue, double length. It is... Holograph- holographic? Hol- 
holographic. 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 And it's a 9.6 rated CGC for white pages. I'll let you guys pass it around. But on the cover of it is like three of the best X-Men ever. Four of the best best X- Five of the best X-Men ever. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see Cyclops right there. Cyclops, Bishop. I believe that's, yeah, Bishop, Storm, uh, Phoenix, and Wolverine. That's why if I ever see Hugh Jackman or I ever meet him, that's getting signed. It's amazing. I love that comic. And I read it too. And it is like a quintessential X Men story. You read this actual... Yeah. Like, no, 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 I didn't okay. open this. That's okay. so good. But I did, like, look up the comic so that I could read it. And, I like that uh, you could tell that it's a little aged on the back. Yeah. But the whites on it are, like, very yeah. white, which is how they grade them. And mm-hmm. it's, like... It's in such good shape. shape. So that's what that means at the, that's, at the top? Yeah, that's what the CGC rating on it is, is the is how white the whites are. That's one of the, they grade on several different things, but that's mm-hmm. one of the big ones, especially with older comics. So I cool. Yeah, this is, like, my baby. Ooh. I have yet to get this framed, but I'm going to. It's my favorite. Wow. Also, this is just wow. this just gives you a like reference for this. Comic comics now are like how much are they now? How much would you buy a physical copy for? Eight, twelve? Yeah, this is this was three dollars. Three ninety five. Back in the day, yeah. Yep. Inflation. 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 <laughs> Which right. places it like what? End of the it looks like the end of the 80s or Thanks, 90s. John but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liz, what'd you bring? Oh, I brought another little knickknack because I, I don't know. That's just what I have. Um, it's a little Millennium Falcon pendant. I bought this when I was on tour uh, nine, eight, nine years ago. Um, it's this company called J Classy. They did like wo- wooden engravings and like some uh, light scorching on the sides. And I thought it was pretty cool. Huh, so very, it. very cute. That's yeah. awesome. I like that. I like it a lot. I wore it every It's day. like the world's smallest cutting board. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the, the tiny that's little a, charcuterie a, you could put on oh, this. Just think of Ant-Man. Yeah, oh. it's an Ant-Man charcuterie board. <laughs> How perfect. How worlds collide. I love it. I love, I love this. Uh, speaking of incursions. <gasps> oh. Mm. Oh, oh, you like that? I segue. full of it today. Speaking of incursions, Ralph's face got him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where he was going. Your mom's got an incursive face. <laughs> I got him back, right, guys? <laughs> did you bring anything or did you just bring yourself? No, I forgot again because I'm a freaking idiot. <laughs> Someone's gonna listen to these I, podcasts back to back, and that they're gonna be like, "Ralph, such I, like." Just yeah. I mean, anyone that knows me would be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." They're gonna I'm, be like, "Thank God he's good on the mic." I'm constantly leaving the house in a panic every time I come here. I'm always, and then I get halfway here, and I'm like, "Ah, oh. I love it." One job, I love it. All right, so I'm bring something really good next time, though. I promise. I have faith in you. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I have faith. The force will be with you. And yeah. His show and tell next time is Mark Hamill. Just to make up for it. Can like, you imagine? Oh and he's like, I'm not even going to ask him to be a Jedi. I just, I'm going to ask him to be the Joker. Oh, that's 100% that's, what I would well, do. That's exactly what you do. Agreed. Speaking of which. Oh, did you see when he was like, if Kevin Conroy is yeah. not bad? Oh, yeah. Bro. And they've already made some without Kevin. They have, yeah. And I'm like. <clears throat> Come on. Yeah. I know. I know. 
it makes me sad because like I the voice actor is good. I'm not saying the voice actor is bad, but what do they try to imitate? No, Kevin it's a little Conroy? different. It's okay. a little different. It's still like the very like stonewalled tone yeah, yeah. that Kevin Conroy had, but it's not quite the same like deep baritone timbre that he had. You know, it's it's different, but it's good. It's just not Kevin. Yeah, and like I have to give myself time to settle into that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But which brings us to second point: current events. I we've done a lot of these, not a lot of these podcasts, but we've done a lot of this. Where like <laughs> yeah. I feel like Ralph Ralph doesn't get a chance to just be fully Ralph. Now he got a little bit when uh, when he on the last episode, but I wanted Ralph to have a full moment to talk about DC and the direction of DC and how he feels about it because, like we said on the first episode, Ralph is a DC comic reader, probably more so than the rest mm-hmm. of us. So I want you to go full board, bud. This is your. This is your. I was gonna say hour, but we don't have an hour. <laughs> but yeah. You, but this is your time. Go for it. I, I'm so just dead inside at this point <laughs> that every <laughs> piece of news I see, like I kind of said it in our group chat when like everyone's talking about the the DC movie slate announcement. And I was just like, all right, I get no, like there's a hype, but you just don't you don't. Oh, there's it. zero hype. Yeah. Like I'll watch it. <laughs> Because, of course, I'm going to watch them all, yeah. but I'm, I'm just like, all right, we'll see. Because it, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Creature Commandos, that's the first thing. That's the first thing you go to to set up your new D- DC Dude. universe. Oh, but they're bringing Weasel back from Suicide Squad. Oh. Wait, that's <laughs> like, a thing? I, yeah. I mean, am I the only one that like really didn't care that much for Weasel? Like he's great, like, but funny, you're but... you just took over the DCU after the big giant shit that Dwayne Johnson just took on the whole IP, <laughs> and you come out of this stinky garbage mess. You make Henry Cavill say, "I'm coming back," and then you're like, "Just kidding," and then you're like, "But Creature Commandos is coming." Like I don't understand what the hell is I, going on. I also did not understand that whole uh, that whole like. Feigning, feign, whoops, feigning of bringing Cavill back because that was that that generated so much excitement from people. Yeah, and like I get, oh, yeah, like yeah. he I made a cameo, it. but it didn't come through. Like that's fine, but you had him announce on social media that he was coming back to the mm-hmm. character, and then you were like, "Just kidding," and then oh, Amanda Waller's getting a show. Um, Green Lantern, great. There's uh, going to be a new okay. super movie. Okay. Yeah, no that's shit. There's going to be a new so Superman. Good. I'm pretty stoked for the Amanda Waller thing. Really? I. Oh man, that yeah. hit me right in the just super neutral point. But you know I mean, what Amanda Waller's <laughs> for? Assuming it's Viola Davis. Well, yeah, I, and well, I know Liz is excited for I'm, that because right. she loves I, Viola I, Davis. I yeah, yeah. And I totally understand so that, but. But like, character. does it not just reek of? Oh, Nick Fury's getting a show. We should do a. We should do a show it like does that too. Give me like secret oh, well, yeah, now that you point that like, out, yeah. Amanda Waller's great, but like, okay, so what group is she bringing together that is going to take the majority of the sc- screen time? Because yeah, we already got suicide. Yeah, squad. Waller just pops in, and it's like, oh, she was the puppet master behind that one, but like without the Suicide Squad, like, what are the big? Okay, so Ralph, can you answer this for me? Because yeah, sure. You know, what are? The- <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I feel like that was warranted. Uh, that 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 feels appropriate. Um, that in itself just explains how for, he feels. For the, the listeners, too, what are the big villain groups 
in the DCU. And I use villain like very like because Suicide Squad was like only antiheroes because of their purpose, right? Sure, and sure. what got them out there, right, in the field. But <clears throat> and even like what is it? What was the other one? There was another one. The Authority. That was it. Yeah, they're like antiheroes. They're like the Justice League without any rules. Yeah, yeah. It's like the boys. Exactly. They're yeah. like the, they're yeah hmm. yeah it's, exactly. It's, it's and, like they, they watch a lot of shows and we're like, uh, hey, us too. Yeah. But, they also have a lot of like rips in there of other DC characters. Oh yeah, you know what I'm for saying? sure. Like, there's like a Batman rip. There's a Superman rip. There's I think even a Wonder Woman rip in it. Like I'm like, yeah, and even with the all the timelines and like certain Justice Society stuff in the future. Like yeah, there's a lot of like kind of copycat stuff, which begs the question: if you can't do one series on five heroes right, why are we? Do we've got three ensemble shows? If if you assume Waller's going to wind up being an ensemble show with mm-hmm. her bringing together some anti heroes and the Authority and Creature Command, I will say Swamp Thing. I'm very excited for. Yeah, um, he's a huge part of the DC universe that doesn't get mentioned a lot um, in like the cinematic stuff. And I'm really excited for Booster Gold. Like he Yo, is a okay, perfect yeah. character to you- bring in and help introduce to timelines and other heroes and stuff like that so those i was i was really excited about booster gold you you did uh, you did make a (laughs) you really made a good point before too when you said he's like the america chavez of the dcu it's just like more cult favorite oh yeah i like listen i i i like read some of america's involvement in dc or dc and marvel just because, like, I wanted to get an idea. I've been trying to keep up on, like, origin comics of the, like, heroes since WandaVision. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, when that happened, I read, like, House of X and House of M. But I, I like, I don't know. America just isn't, like, my thing. But Booster, I read, like, maybe five issues recently. And I love Booster. It is a very, very, it's, like, a very different tone. Oh, yeah. But it's super funny. Almost Deadpool-ish. It's 100% deadpool it's Deadpool if he was, like, guiding the reader through the multiverse. It's like if Deadpool yeah. was a little, like, America mm. Chavez-y. Like, if you took them together, the best parts of both, you get Booster Gold, which is... Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so that was great. I thought that was a really great choice. And everything else just seems dumb. Yeah, <laughs> Like, even, I just don't well, know. Well, even Brave and the Bull? You're not a big... Well, okay, we've talked about this, actually. The I, reason you don't like that. I love Damian Wayne. I'm, I'm super, super excited for him to be on the big screen. It's just like, who's going to be Batman? Yeah. Who's going to be Superman? I don't know. There's just... Yeah. <sighs> I don't know anything about any of this <clears throat> when it was announced. I, I mean, I, I this is like the first time I have very little to add to the conversation because I don't know. L- yeah, like, you, same. like you were just talking about the Booster Gold character. I have never heard of this before. You've never heard of I've Booster ne- Gold? I've never heard of that. I don't know what the Man, creature commanders are. Amazing. And he's in, uh, if you go watch, like, the Justice League animated series, he's got some good storylines oh, in that okay. cartoon um, yeah. where he shows up a little bit. But that's the thing, too. It's like y- what Marvel's done well is introduce non-comic book readers to these characters mm-hmm. and yeah. tell their stories. But, like, at least there's, like, some familiarity there. And yeah, it's like, like I knew who Iron Man was. Sure. Even though I thought, wow, they're pulling this guy out of the... Yeah, war chest. Like, what's going on? Right. That yeah. that said, I guess I'm kind of 
I have an open mind about this announcement because I had I had the exact same reservations when Iron Man and the Hulk and Thor like and and just I mean at the, what was that 12 13 years ago now like I I just remember thinking oh Captain America they're bringing out this nerd <laughs> I, I was and, excited, but that's all before all the optimism got burned out of me. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome to phase five. <laughs> I, hey. but, we'll, but we'll talk hey. about that. We'll talk about that. I know. But we'll talk about Everyone we'll just like, took a breath because we wanted oh, yeah, to talk that, about it so That was bad. a very palpable silence. Yeah. Um, I mean, in general with DC, like I, I think some of these are a little too deep of a cut to like restart this universe. And especially when you're trying to cut through all the noise from canceling Batgirl and oh, the Flash is still yeah. coming that's a out. That's great but point. All, and that's the thing that just the, the way they did that reminds me of the whole hey Henry Cavill's back no just kidding because they said that they were never going to release it. They even announced that there was a private viewing of it and and they're like well see you never and that was mm-hmm. it and there were the, all these great cameos there were all these great like guest appearances and stuff like that and it's just what the fuck are you guys doing yeah you're you're just you're essentially totally toying with people's emotions is what how i saw that which which didn't the rock have a, sorry dwayne johnson pardon me didn't dwayne johnson have a lot to do with the particular henry cavill cameo yeah so here's how i understand that <clears throat> is that the side note, I would love to know the definitive date that James Gunn received control over the DC universe. And because that'd be it. Yeah, that would be if we knew that date, we would be able to really sift through, hey, this decision right here, mm-hmm. that was a pre DC thing. You know, that was like Dwayne having a lot of control and being like, Henry's a guy. And then DC being like, yeah, he's a guy. And then James Gunn took over. He's like, no, he's not. Because we have a new, we have a different way that we want to take things. And, like, in which case, <clears throat> the way I see it is this. This is, like, the order of events. And I may be wrong, but I've, I've done some reading on this just to try and, like, really familiarize myself. Because I just felt like James Gunn was too smart does, of a person not to... Does November 1st make sense? Of 2022? Yeah. It says... Uh, That's when he took office? Took uh, office? Took office? <laughs> I guess yeah. he took DC office? I don't know. <laughs> James yeah, Gunn's like, China. Yeah, announced at the end of October that Gunn and uh, Safran, Safran. Yeah, see, that's when it was announced. But co-chairman like, and CEO, starting November 1st. I would still be interested to figure out when the legal bindings happened, you know? Because here's the way well, I'm, I, sure, I'm, I'm sure that there's this lengthy discussions and, you know, implications and tying up projects, things like yeah. that. And, like, also tabling projects. Like, it, it really depends when they, when they started the discussions. I think the moment... That you enter, like I think, like the official date that he did enter is like when he can actually start taking uh, consequential decisions on that universe. Yeah. So I like even if they're just talking before, beforehand, I don't think that any mm-hmm, of the decisions mm-hmm. prior to that date would have mattered. The yeah. way I see it is this: is like you had these DC projects that were all done, right? <clears throat> and some are to some consequential effect, and some aren't. Mm-hmm. I.e., consequential effect, the Flash. And then others that aren't are like Black Adam. So you have DC's thing. And then you have Dwayne Johnson doing Black Adam, right? Previous DC leadership was like, hey, you can bring in Henry Cavill. Because they didn't give two craps about the quality of their universe. They just wanted to sell tickets, right? 
Not the DC's, not the Henry's. Which they didn't. <laughs> Which they didn't. Yeah, that's right. That movie <laughs> yeah. was not profitable. No, it was based off pooper. of reports. Yeah. <laughs> And you so, based off of r- reports, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the next thing is like, okay, Henry Cavill's back, but DC doesn't sign him over yet because they're seeing the regime change about to happen. So he's not under contract, but effectively, because of Black Adam, he's in the universe. Quote, quote. And then you have Peter Safran. I think I say that right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Peter Safran and then James Gunn taking over and they realize there's not a contract there and they're like, oh, we can still restart this the way we want to and tell the stories the way we want to. And they have mm-hmm. a meeting with Henry Cavill and they're like, hey, you're not going to be the guy. And it's not because we don't like your Superman. We know you, we like your Superman and everyone loves your Superman, but it's because we have certain stories we want to tell to foundationalize this new universe. Yeah, like Creature Commandos. <laughs> right. Which then that announcement totally undermines that. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, us as fans, we've been sifting through all this friggin' yeah. hot garbage and then just like, hey, there's going to be a, a Superman movie, a Batman movie, and a Wonder Woman movie. Y- yeah, no shit. Because you're yep. restarting the DC universe. And then also uh, the Authority and Creature Commandos... And, and and Booster Golden Swamp Thing. Uh, that, that's the name. I couldn't remember it. But it, yeah, it's it's just like the most like most of it is like, yeah, duh, you're doing those movies. And then mm-hmm. the other two are just like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Like that's I really I don't know. So there's there's a part here that I don't quite understand and and it and it kind of like uh disproves what I what I said earlier was that James Gunn was developing his Superman movie before Henry Cavill's cameo in Black Adam, which was supposed to start shooting in 2020, but because of COVID, shot in April 21. (sighs) So, like, how long was this motherfucker being, like... There's a communication breakdown. And they had Cavill announce on socials it was October. So it, it would have been like a month before right. James before Gunn officially took, took, yeah, took over. Yeah, the seat, yeah. So why would you have him so, announce it? Well, but James also, Gunn is so... He's <clears throat> smart, right? Like, I, I is really... He I believe he's <laughs> smart. Because in this, in this scenario, you're like, okay, I believe fully that this is what happened. DC previous heads were like, hey, include Henry Cavill in there. It's going to really draw people to the box office. But mm-hmm. don't tell James Gunn because he's going to not want to do it because that'll be take, he'll be taking over DC soon and he'll have a say in it. So don't tell him. Just do it. And then meanwhile, sidestepping, he's still developing his own movie. He probably watches Black Adam and he's just like, yeah, what I don't, kind of shitstorm did you yeah. just set me up yeah, for, guys? I don't, I don't blame James Gunn at all. I yeah. love James yeah, Gunn. Yeah. I am excited to see what he does. DC's just such a bureaucratic mess from top to bottom that, like, I'm not even excited for Flash, even though, you know, the preview looks yeah, the awesome preview and looks stuff. Great, yeah, I'm just like, well, is this going to be that good of a movie by itself? Yeah. Like, I, going into it I, knowing that none of it matters in the long run? I don't know. I just feel, I, I still feel awkward with some of the decisions they make regarding some of their cast. Like, just Warner Brothers in general, I feel like there were certain decisions that were the Ezra taken, Miller of it all. taken hastily and I'm talking about Johnny Depp with with Grindelwald yeah yeah and then we're we're, we're looking at Ezra Miller which would which, which like the the evidence is right there right there <laughs> yeah. like they practice it's like the other side him. of the coin it's just it's strange to me and um and, and then like I'm looking at this comment here saying that um it's still unknown whether or not the like if whether or not Cavill was blindsided by 
not making the reboot for Super. I don't know. I just feel I feel icky about the DC universe right I now. Think, well, I Warner think, Brothers probably in general. Yeah. yeah, I think the previous owners of DC and Warner Brothers were like really doing a need to know basis, except that the people who needed to know didn't. You know what I'm saying? They're like, mm-hmm. we're not going to tell Henry Capwell that James Gunn is creating this new movie, and we're not going to tell James Gunn that Black Adam has featured Henry Cavill, and we're not going to tell Black Adam that they're also Black Adam. We're not going to tell <clears throat> Dwayne Johnson that P- James Gunn is also doing this new Superman movie. And so they just decided to omit information from parties in order to get certain movies out there that will draw cr- audiences to crowds, which backfires doubly because – movie doesn't make what it's supposed to and James Gunn is having to explain himself and it tarnishes yeah. the yeah. name. But which, also he's not. <laughs> well, he's he is one of the more... I love how DC has become the mirror version to, the, uh, to Marvel. It's like Marvel, super tiny with information. DC's like... I'm get, James Gunn's like, I'm going to go on Twitter and I'm going to answer your questions and shoot down fan theories. And Marvel yeah. over here yeah. is also Career. like, we're going to be super political about nah, i don't mean political in a bad way i just mean we're gonna be like very careful about who we cast and who we hire and you know make sure that everyone is like being very kid friendly and then you have dc over here it's like flash is a great movie aside from the ezra miller of it all mm. and it's gonna reset the universe to be what we need so we're gonna make it and we're gonna release it yeah. and then we're gonna move on yeah mm-hmm. it comes down to like are are the cre- like are the people involved in the creation of the art like regardless of who they are like should we should we take away like this great piece of artwork Mm -hmm. or you know film whatever like and it comes down to music as well like you know how people get canceled all the time and like this this and people just stop consuming that stuff altogether but the songs are still good you know yeah right right. one of those conflicting uh can you, uh, yeah, can you separate the creator from yeah, the art? Exactly. And in this case, it's it's easy for me because Ezra Miller's not the creator. He's like no, the exactly. conduit. You know, it yeah. would be like if a session musician played on something that and they were just a terrible know, a total yeah, shit of a human. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you can, that's way easier to look past than like here's a good example, Dark Knight. Weinstein was involved with oh, that. Shit, yeah. And like a lot oh, of Nolan wow. films. Forget about that. A lot yeah. of Nolan films. Yeah. He's probably still collecting royalties on that. So like that's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I respect Heath Ledger. I respect Christian Bale. I respect Christopher Nolan. I respect the countless amounts of people that worked on those more enough to offset the fact that mm-hmm. like I want to support those people. And I want to support yeah. the art of that. And I can look past that enough to be like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie because it is great art. Yeah. And Harvey probably had some bullshit ideas and i don't like him so there we go <laughs> and you know same thing with uh jk rowling and uh harry potter which brings us to hey, the harry potter the game. Harry Potter yes. game. even if you don't like jk rowling yeah it's because okay. i love this friggin this game, game is so good <laughs> this game is so good. oh my god now that said me and ralph i mean what level are you right now 17 you're 17 I'm yeah 15 okay so but I also like did a lot of side quests, so I'm like a really like premature fifteen. Like I, oh, made, I think I just unlocked the room of requirements. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving that for like forty five hours. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um so but this game is just like I mean to me it's like I remember growing up, I remember being like 12 and watching the Harry Potter movies and being like, 
That's dope. how cool would it be like, to yeah. live in this world? Like, right. like yeah. to inflate someone to the point that if you don't like them, and then they just have to have like probably paramedics, like, like even just them. like when they started actually playing like you know like a regular Muggle version of Quidditch. That was super cool too. Oh that yeah, was, that, yeah, yeah that happened. Quidditch. And then you can go in this, and by the way, it's like Warner Brother Universal. Sorry, it's like Universal saw what we. Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yeah, Universal yeah. has the rights. That's right. It's like Warner Brothers saw everything that is good and potential with the Harry Potter universe and was like, here's a game with all, yeah. all of this. Yeah, yeah. And the story is great. Except for Quidditch. But, so. I mean, the there's story, some... Huh? Like, what's the... what? Obviously, you're going to school. But so we played enough to have the synopsis, yeah, I think, without yeah. spoilers. So you are admitted as a fifth year because you're very special. Yeah. You're a special and boy. And you can do things that no other <laughs> wizard can't. Yeah, you know, which is you know that sounds familiar. Yeah, it sounds a little familiar. Mm. Yeah, but, but it, a, it, in its in its specificity, it actually is a lot different than the Harry Potter thing. Also, mm-hmm. what they don't show you because a lot of the like, um, sorry to interrupt, but like a good? lot of the like hairstyles and everything, and it like seems very modern, but it is late eighteenth century. Oh yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I understood. It was like it's yeah. like earlier, right? Yeah, yeah hundred years before okay. uh, Harry and and yep. them. Um, but yeah, I believe so. So there's. Anyway. Is this proper canon to Harry Potter? Oh, that's a good question. You want to? Uh, yeah, Google that, Liz. Because I'm T- two of us I don't in the know room. The to that. Two of us in the room have not played this game. Yeah, and I'm trying to play. There's oh, no. enough. There's oh. enough. Oh man, but the, it's it's so far before that it's disconnected enough that you're like, what's, oh maybe. What's, like, what's the name of the game specifically? Hogwarts Legacy. It's disconnected enough because of the time frame that like. Sure. You know, but there are some strings. Yeah, there's tie-ins. Like there's descendants. Weasley. Yep, Weasley's, Professor Weasley. Yeah, he's a professor, which is great. Apparently, it is canon. <gasps> While okay. Hogwarts Legacy is not not a direct ab- adaptation of the books and films, game the game is anchored in a wizarding world lore. Hmm, I love, love that. So, if it's a hundred years before the game, technically, Dumbledore's alive. Potentially, yeah, because he's he's 150 years old, right? That's right. Well, no, he's... What if he's a student and we haven't come across that yet? Oh, my God. People... Dude, if people are listening to this and Dude. they do know later, they're going to be yeah. like these idiots. Yeah. I know. <laughs> what a bunch I'm of losers. taking my time, guys, with the side quest. Yeah, I was going to say. So if you meet a kid named Brian randomly, <laughs> just saying. Uh, Albus, Percival, Wolverine, Brian, whatever. He's got like 19 <laughs> oh, names. I don't know. He does. He has yeah. so many like, names. And even just as a game, the combat's so good. Um, the targeting mechanics are a little clunky. Yeah, we talked about it. And it's also, you're going to charge me $75 for a game on console, which is standard hardware. Uh, fix your glitchy light effects. Oh, yes. yeah. Every time I talk to anyone, it's flashing in my face trying to give me a seizure. So for <laughs> oh, sure, gaming idea. industry in I general, stop being issue. lazy and do QA and fix your games that you charge so much freaking money yeah, for now. Yeah, those games are only are you value. Are you PS4... Or PS5, Ralph? No, I'm a Xbox. Um, oh, you're that guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am that guy. See, wow. we have PS5. Yeah. and I don't want to brag, but we have PS5. <laughs> I, well, I know. But even on PS5, I've seen issues and stuff. I've like never that. had the lighting issue. Oh, really? Never. Not right. once. Well, My issue is the targeting, <laughs> though. It is like, it's clunky. It is really clunky. But I will say this. Dude, if you like Fallen Orders combat mm-hmm. style... 
it rewards you for yeah. parrying. The 100%. blocking is the same. You gotcha. have like an amount you can block before you just get pummeled. Well, I'm going to um, GameStop after this podcast. But yeah. there is more possibilities for combos. Hmm. And you could do the math on this because it's how many combat spells you have times how many combat spells you have. Times how many combat spells you have. Because you yeah. can really have like... I mean, like, it is one of those things where, like, you can build combos based off of different spells and see how they interact with each other. For instance, early on, I was a big fan of Levioso. Bring them up in the air to the point that they can't do anything. Accio, pull them to you, and then hit them with Incendio and just burn them. Yeah, it's so fun. That was my favorite combo, and I went through so many. savage. Dude, I was like... And they teach you to do that one. That was like a game top combo. Yes. The yeah. last 30 seconds was the most virgin yeah. thing I've ever <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's great. But anyway, my point is, is like, that's a great game. Isn't it, it's such a good isn't game. Isn't it like nearly 30-ish spells, like in the upper 20s? Not counting the rumor requirements ones? And counting the unforgivables? I think counting, the, I, I think probably not counting like conjuration stuff. Yeah. I think it's probably close to 30. Yeah, uh, I think I don't know why I'm pulling the number twenty-seven out of my that memory. That sounds pretty right. Just kind like of visualizing article. the talent. Yeah, I'm, I'm also yeah, I'm visualizing all of the colored blocks that have the yeah yeah that have the spells listed in them. I mean, there's there's like five sections, right? There's yellow, blue, red, green, lighter green, and the yeah, not counting the lighter green because that's some purple and, and purple and purple. In there. So each one of those is like four or five. So you're, yeah, you're at least at 25 to 21 to 25 different spell combinations. Yeah. So is this like a Final Fantasy type thing where you can be like more of a black mage that's like offensive or you can be a white mage, sort of more defensive heals. There's red mage that's sort of a mix of of the two. I, I However just, you want to build your spell combos defines the wizard you are. Can you okay? Another can you, that was that was really uh, good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. See, I know you can we'll do all add these copy from Brandon. I love it. I know you can do all these side sort of things, like you can level up, like raising pets and st- something to that. But can you be like an auror, or can you be a dark wizard? A dark wizard, like specifically, like you can be labeled dark wizard. Like I was saying earlier, my my spell style. Now that I have to kind of develop into this because this requires higher levels, but my play style that I'm trying to build right now is stealth based, and then a dark wizard also. Mm. So it's like a stealth dark wizard. So like you creep up on them using a disillusionment spell, which is kind of like solid snake. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, and you become invisible, but it's like light bending invisible so people can still see you. Uh, and then gotcha. you hit them with a spell that is like a one hit done type thing, like about a cadaver or Petrificus Totalis, something so, like that. Mm-hmm. You're the predator. Yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. like a predator scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I just like to drop in the middle of everybody all at once and like, I'll like levitate one guy to like get the incoming damage down a little bit and then try to like focus one guy while parrying yeah oh parrying is as chaotic as possible parrying is like it's you don't have to be as exact with this as like you do fallen order but it is fun side note the spells have modifications with your talent going up so the big one is this so like if you like here's a good example confringo is like kind of like incendio except it's more of like a shooting a fireball instead of just like a flamethrower Mm mm-hmm with you leveling up that talent, 
when you hit the opponent with Confringo, it is like a napalm explosion gotcha. as you level it up. And it burns other people. Oh, it's awesome, dude. I mean, this game is just... This sounds like what people wanted Diablo 3 to be like. You know what? Yeah, I mean... Because you're talking about you've got the spells, but then you can also modify said spells. And it was kind of similar to that in Diablo. Like, you had your... You had your primary thing, but then you got these runes or something like yeah. that, and you could modify each yeah. particular spell to vary. And we to even, even talked about the mounts that you can have. Oh, oh and I, breed. Great question, by the way. I was just about to say, when you get hippogriffs, set, hippogriffs dragons, and, thestrals. How big is the actual... Dragons, I don't know, actually. You, surely you can ride a dragon. I don't know I don't if know you can that. ride a dragon. I know, you're, I know that you're, um, your Patronum... Your Patronus can be a dragon. What? What? Your Expecto Patronum can be a dragon. That, I do that, know that. I, I saw a little that. forum that was like, how to make your Patronum a dragon, and I'm like, shut up! Yeah. Shut Jesus the fuck up! All the fire spells. I'd be so Ooh. bummed out know, knowing that, and then mine was like an otter. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be an otter. He's conjured, he's uh, just so the most. Like, the most immac, just just <laughs> just patting his belly and yeah. his back just floating around. Your so your literal spirit things. animal. <laughs> oh yeah, which that is actually a good point. The implication that you can learn expecto patronum implies dementors. We're probably going to have to fight dementors yeah. at some oh, point. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I Ask didn't even make that connection. Ascaban is a thing, right? At that point in time. Yes, but you don't go yeah. there. Okay. Well, that's your Hufflepuff. What? 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 Oh, I did see that Hufflepuff get get one location. Really, they yeah, there the are other school specific do. quests, and Hufflepuffs, from what I understand, is badass. Even though the school is kind of like the in the game, honest. it's like everyone who's not the other three, which yeah. kind of sucks. I mean, like, but anyway, yeah. Maybe that's like a an incentive to want to be a Hufflepuff. I think so. That's yeah. the only. I think so. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to deal with like that and moaning Myrtle, isn't she a Hufflepuff? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, or she Gryffindor? No, she was a Gryffindor. She was a Gryffindor. Really? She was a Gryffindor. I yeah. think she was more like Gryffindor. Am I right? Got him. Sure. Got him. Dweeb. So how? <laughs> so how big is the map? Like how? Like how? It's she, open world, it but there's sections. Yeah. So it's like a castle. quarter Skyrim. Gotcha. Well, so if you're in the castle, how far away can you fly? Sure, I mean, you can't go to London, surely. No, no. no it's all it's in its uh, own isolated war- like region, kind of like Skyrim is, where the thing that blocks it is mountains that you literally just can't climb over. Right. Hmm. But oh, that's my stomach. Yeah, it's, 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 everyone. And this is what I think it, it does really well. Like, the world is big enough to feel open and mm-hmm. make you want to explore. But the quest and everything is on rails enough to like keep it going. Sure, like There's, you know when you play in Skyrim and you're just like, you're just I like, don't even know where I want to go next. God's green like, earth where here. am I? Like, I it took me probably three years of playing Skyrim off and on to finally be like, I know where I want to go for each individual mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. every single time. And even now, I'm like, how I didn't know that was there. And I've been playing this yeah. since it, since literally like twenty what thirteen it came out something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, the the game's amazing. The story's great. The characters are great. The voice acting's great. I love the voice. And acting. like, I just sit in my room, like growing plants and brewing potions for like two hours, and Which, then I'm like, I guess I should actually, go do some story. I want to talk about that. A lot of games, you know how they like make their <laughs> my stomach is going crazy. Also, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Over there. Um, it, you know how like a lot of games they don't place a big importance on like your like. Most games have, like, a housekeeping element to, like, their thing. Like, you have your home base, and you can, like, customize yeah. it, whatever. This game is vitally important that you upkeep it. Oh, yeah. It's, like, you can spend money on ingredients to, like, do kind of cool stuff, but you will have a very difficult time in the game. 
Yes. When when you say home, $5,000. Your home is the room of it's requirements. The, oh, okay. I, I was going to ask if it was like the Gryffindor common room. You have a common room, but like pretty early in the game, Professor Weasley yep. is like, hey, Epic. you need a place. I'm kind of realizing that you're in some deep shit with Fig, <laughs> Professor Fig, who kind of helps you through an intro in the game. And she's like, I went through something like this when I went to school, which would be a wonderful side game, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she that is, but it would be great. And so she takes you to the room of requirement, and it becomes your headquarters where you can do so much different shit. You know what sucks is with all the controversy going on with this, mm-hmm. like just the dickheads got on Twitter and they just told exactly what happens at the end of the game. Oh, I haven't seen it. There, I haven't seen it. There, there was no way to avoid it. It yeah, just spoilers. popped up on my feed, and, and it was like, you know what? This happens, and I go, huh? Don't. I'm not even going to say who, what, where, when, okay. what it is. I, sure. I saw it. And I go, well, that's very similar to to like the way people were doing it with the original six, seven, seven books. Yeah. Where they, they would skip maybe, to the end, read something, and just shout it to the people waiting in the maybe the fans, the, lines. the Harry Potter fans, are just. Well, maybe not the fans. Well, like we're all Star Wars fans. Fan. We or we understand be. toxic yeah. fandom and yeah. Marvel yeah. fans too, and DC fans. Like we, everyone. No, but like, has. did did that happen as intensely as it did in the Harry Potter universe? Like people doing that. What yeah, you that's just a described? good. Like I don't. I feel like no. I feel like people didn't deliberately. Social media wasn't as huge <sighs> yeah. of a thing, that's true. and it was a lot of younger kids that really loved it, and they. Mm. And social media was really guarded for younger kids at that point in time. So, like, open forums like that where, like, 30-something-year-olds could be as on the same wavelength as, like, a 15-year-old person, mm-hmm. you know. 15 is probably a little young. 17-year-old person. You know, it's like I, – I don't think it could have been the same. I mean, I'm dating myself Maybe, here. I but don't know. When I moved to college, you – couldn't get a Facebook profile unless you had a registered college email. So, yeah. Yep, with you. So, like, word, quite literally, word of mouth was completely different when I was was 19, 20 years old. Yeah, it was quite, yeah, it was that, or you sent a pigeon, you know? (laughs) 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 You know, yeah, you sent a courier pigeon, and the note just says, Dumbledore dies. All right, guys, let's move. I, I really want to move to the main event here. Yeah, me too. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania, full disclosure, this is a spoiler-filled review. If you do not want to see it, or have... I don't know what you're doing here. They won't see yeah. it. But yeah. if, you're, if you haven't seen it... Pause. Pause this. You have your chance to do it right now. On the count of three... We're gonna just we're gonna go to town. Yep. One, two, two three. Fucking ants. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ants. That's Ooh. the MacGuffin. Oh, that's I'm so the fucking glad. MacGuffin. I'm so Iron happy. Ants. What the fuck I'm is so that happy. shit? Hey, fuck this movie, huh, dude? <sighs> oh, fuck. Oh. I love the hey, movie. What if, oh, I was hey, like, this I sounds like, I was like, this movie, oh, did you? But I hated that. When that happened, I like, trash. my eyes hit my spine. I love Paul Rudd. I love Me Jonathan too. Majors. Me too. The, the acting was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the actress that plays Cassie was she phenomenal. Was yeah. she, she was really great. Um, Lava Girl. Was anybody Let's else go. bothered by that Michelle Pfeiffer? Well, no, it wasn't. Oh, look like her. She ignored the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. 
Well, well she was Janet. annoying because oh, of the writing where mm. they were like, hey, let's gloss over 30 years of backstory. Yeah. So the- that, and can I tell you my biggest pet peeve with this? The, uh, and it's Janet. It's entirely yeah, Janet. Yeah, okay. I, she, was, she was my biggest I am seeing so many people be like, God, I'm so happy she got a backstory. I'm so happy. We're so-. No. No, there's no backstory. No, and here's what bothers me. When you are when you are that old of a person and you are that mature of a person and you've had to deal with that much shit, don't you think you learned the lesson that you should have learned in high school, which is if you have people important in your life, you're going to fucking tell them shit? Yeah. Like, I don't know about yeah. you guys, but, like, if something bad is happening in my life, I'm telling Amber or I'm telling my parents or I'm figuring something out, you yeah. know? I don't keep it to myself to further the mm-hmm. fucking plot. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's stupid. It's so stupid. It's really, that's really just all it is is it's dumb. It and, and you know me, and me. you know where we it, got to with all that? You know where we got me. to? Hey guys, remember at the end of Loki when I said there was going to be multiple Kangs coming? 2 years later. Here yep, there they, there they are. There's multiple Kangs. Yeah. Yeah. That's what did we even do? Yeah. Nothing. I will say I love the Council of the Kings. Council of the Kings. Yeah, they could have played that at the end of Loki two years ago. Yeah, the comic, the yeah, comic that's lover of me. That's so true. The comic lover of me would have loved to have seen Ramatut and Immortus and all mm-hmm. those all those guys oh, like yeah. there. Uh, yeah, we didn't really need an Ant-Man movie so, for them to exactly like what you said. Just, oh, look, there's like so, a zillion different kings. Let's rate this based off of the things. We all rated this on, like, the characters. Did the we all stick to the... the I did. I, I have them I, all here. I'll yeah, go down, yeah. I'll go down added, the list. I added a couple, though. I added okay. post-credit value, just because, like, mm-hmm. it's yeah, part that's of the in, MCU. I have two ratings on one because of post and pre, that oh. kind of stuff. And then cinematography, because the cinematography was absolute hot trash for me. Okay, that's well, a hot take. It's, yeah. It was just green screen. Yeah. I mean, the... So... The, the, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. now, the the categories are characters one to ten. It's like how much do we love and feel attached to the characters? Storyline one to ten. Is it well paced, intriguing, believable, and accurate for the characters? Uh, the universal impact, which is how it affects the universe, one to ten. Standalone movie one to ten. How it fares as a standalone movie, and then your um, the hype meter one to ten. How does it live up to its hype? Let's start with the characters. On a one to ten, how do you feel, Ralph? Uh, tens. Tens. The actors right, yeah. are incredible. Uh-huh. The the gravity that Jonathan Majors has when he's talking, you're just like glued to him. Like he's freaking incredible. Yeah, yeah it is a I, magnetic is the best word I can. I I oh, like yeah. I loved him because I watched Lovecraft Country. I'm, I'm a big HP Lovecraft oh, guy. I love yeah. Lovecraft's works. And so when I saw that, that it was like an adaptation to like more modern, like politically, racially driven things, I was like, let's go. Interesting. That this looks awesome. awesome. Oh, it's great. One season. I'll have to watch that. One season. It's Ugh. tough. Yeah, but it was great for that one season. Okay. Um, how do you feel, Liz? Um, I gave it an eight because Hope, I feel like Hope didn't really do much. She was just there. Mm-hmm. Um. And I forgot they were in love with each other until I the know. very end. Until the end, it's just like, oh, but that was a almost, good moment. He almost died a million times. Let me show you some affection. Yeah, like, well, yeah, well, that was like, a good you, moment. You get though. no yeah. sense of their relationship no, really, really except for like the little intro in the beginning mm-hmm. and then right at the very end, yeah. which it just, it felt weird. That's when they had point. an emotional yeah, moment because like, they were so it, detached. It was so more long. of a reminder that they're like that they are a unit. Aside from being like like you know superheroes together but 
So yeah, hope really just just meh. Yeah. Um, and Janet sucked. I just hated how she was doing things, and people were asking her questions, and she's like, "Just trust me." Oh no no no. Yeah, mm, that's exactly what I was Keep saying writing. earlier. It irritates Keep me. Writing. Um, I also gave it an eight. Um, Hank, uh, Janet was Janet. I already went over that. Hank felt very underutilized to me. He mm, felt like the I plot agree. device. Underutilized? <laughs> yeah. He brought the ants yeah. that saved the world. Yeah. But what else did he do? <laughs> that was it. Yep. That was it. <laughs> it's just like he was the plot device. And who went into the writer's room and was like, yeah, we're going to have Michelle Pfeiffer, Paul Rudd, uh, Evangeline Lilly, and Michael Douglas who, by the way, of those four, the star power belongs yeah. to Paul Rudd, Pfeiffer, well, all of them, but mostly to me, Pfeiffer and Douglas. And you're oh, going to yeah, use legends. Michael Douglas yeah. as the plot device? I love when everyone's mad with me. It mm-hmm. makes me so happy. Uh, I loved Cassie. Michael Douglas's legacy now includes being the leader of Ants. I loved Cassie. Um, I did which too. that's a yeah. good looking seventy eight year old man. P.S. Yeah. Yes, yes, agreed. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Seventy eight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love how Cassie's Cassie. I feel like her progression going from the like kind of little girl that she was to what she is now actually mm-hmm. feels pretty good. Like you know, she was like this very go get him kind of young girl, and she's still that same kind of person, but just add the teenage angst, and you get what she is, and I like yeah. it. It felt the most. Equi- e- like equal, it felt yeah. right, and she, yeah. she does feel like you know Scott Lang's daughter in the right. sense that she's got she, this rebellious side yes. to her. She's got this, you know, fuck the authorities. Yes, yeah. yes, uh, yeah. Kang, um, I heard someone give a review on this. I think it was um, Phase Zero, but shout out to those guys. Uh, they're yeah, but Kang, uh, someone said that if this movie was a seven, which it's not, but if this was a seven. Without Kang, it'd be a four. And I completely mm. agree. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. That's all I have to say about the characters. Dean? Uh, I'm going to be the wah, wah, wah guy. Uh, I would say character-wise, I'm I'm going with like 6.5 or 7 out of 10 for me personally. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's less to do with the quality of the acting or the characters specifically. I mean, I love Ant-Man. Um, it's more to do with the tone of the film and what the characters brought to a film that was introducing Kang the Conqueror. Right. So I went and I'll, you know, we'll get there eventually. But I, I sort of was expecting like the opening of Infinity War, you know, mm-hmm. with Thanos and Hulk and Thor and Loki. I, I think that was the vibe I was expecting going into this. Um. But, yeah, it's less about the quality of the acting and the characters themselves for me. It's about the the feel the characters the brought to the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Which Kang was the only one to me that I was yeah. like, this feels... I, <sighs> yeah, I, I I told several people, I, I was like, I'm not going to say anything, but the villain makes the film yeah. as far as that goes. And I still have my qualms about yeah, I do too. Kang. But uh, it also, kind of like you were saying, Michael Douglas felt like tacked on yeah in some places but i again he's 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 78 you know he's not gonna suit up and yeah throw down at the I end i thought at the very end when uh ant-man was giant man mm-hmm. i thought that was michael douglas in the suit and that was oh. part of their like ploy oh. and that was that his last cool. hurrah that would have been cool that been yeah awesome. right his last hurrah he gets yeah. killed by modok which we'll get to him 
and uh, we get he gets killed by Modoc. That's his big farewell, and that drives like Evangeline Lilly's mm-hmm. hope to be like. Mur- like almost murderous to Kang, Scott has to hold her back, and in the process, Kang ends up getting out because he was holding her back, and then they're stuck, and he's out. See mm. that in itself, like, gives characters progression, and like writers don't seem to understand what it takes for a character to actually have an arc. Is that they need to move from point A to point mm-hmm. B to point C? Yeah. They need to go through shit, and I feel like these writers are all these like little rich boys that like don't even haven't even had a single troubling day in their lives to be able to mm. write about yeah real shit. I understand. Well, why why would you off. why would you put a character arc in a Marvel movie when you can put a fart joke in? A, Dude, Marvel, whole joke. a Marvel movie. Whole, you have seven holes, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, I will say, though, that did make me smile. I was Beb, happy for that, him. Beb I was happy for him. is the best. That, that, may, be, that may be the best yeah. moment uh, in the movie. When he, when he actually does, like, what he, and uh, what's his name? The uh, mind readers. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know he could do that. Yeah. Like, that was kind of uh, cool. I mean, yeah. Chidi Aragonye for the. From the good, good place, place, people. Yeah, I love him. I was happy to see him. So let's when we move through these, let's just all like kind of give the number, and then we can all talk sure. about yeah. our discussion. Yeah, yeah. But uh, storyline, where do you feel, Ralph? Two, I guess. Doesn't matter. Liz, what do you feel? Um, four. I'm at five. I would say f- five. Yeah. yeah. Felt rushed it at the beginning. Felt yeah. so rushed the whole time, yeah. and like the little flashback, Darren bunch of flashbacks about we remember who darren is yeah, yeah. We, we've been watching all villain. your movies for 10 years <laughs> yeah take get on with the story or some character development do you think that maybe they did that because darren didn't really look like darren with the cg of modok so I they mean, had to would you be look like, like yourself darren? you stretched your face out yeah there? I know, but at the same time, and it was like, just like a, it looked like a screen with his face on it. Yeah, it didn't it looked, look yeah, like that's a floating exactly head. Exactly right. And it looked blurry. Modok is an Avengers level threat. Cassie used her fur suit for the first time and as a new hero, and solos Modok. Modok. That, that's that's yeah. an, well, actually, that maybe that that's we could tack that onto the character part because. I didn't. I wasn't very familiar with Modok, so I did a tiny little bit of research on him, and I feel like and having he's him not as a Darren. A, what? It's not Darren. No, no. He's the leader of uh, Aim. Aim, right? Which was right. Iron Man, 3's. an employee. And that's the thing. Aim. Like he's yes. he's a little yeah. side bitch to Kang. When in it, like I feel like he he could have he could have been a like a standalone villain. A hundred percent on its own. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like I feel like he was like a an issue that was resolved really quickly after, like, he destroyed civilizations. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she introduced like, him as, like, the most efficient killing machine. He doesn't kill anybody. No. He gets nothing That's right the hilarious. whole thing. He really doesn't. He's just out there whiffing. He, he doesn't even kill like, 78-year-old Michael Douglas. I'm not a dick. Yes. I'm not a dick. I'm, I'm not a dick. Now. I'm an Avenger. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of yeah. funny. That was, yeah. yeah but, but... but yeah, for that, a character that, like, has the position he has in the comics and other stories and yeah. stuff to just be this, like, punchline yeah. lackey. It yeah. felt like they had stupid. Taika Waititi in the writing room again. Oh, my God. Well, because... Like, big love and thunder vibes. Oh, uh, and that's what I was going to say. Like, the, the new characters that... Because first, it's just a Thor movie that we've seen before. Oh, I'm, I'm in this place I'm not supposed to be. Oh, who's in charge? Oh, you want me, you want me to help free you people from this guy that's in charge of this place that I just got to accidentally? Oh shit! 
Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I and and just and just like a v- yep. was it Vep yep. Vap? Veb. Veb and the um booze. uh what's Chidi's character? Not Chidi, the actor. I, don't, I forget his name. I don't. I've, the mind reader guy, and then like oh, yeah, the yeah. warrior girl that she, lives there. I liked her. Yeah. She was I great. I liked her a lot. Do you remember her name? Um, Gentora. Oh, okay. Did they say it in the yeah. okay. once or twice? Yeah, a few times, but very not. I think not she enough. says her own name more times yeah. than yeah. they say her name. I mean, they're like throwaway. <laughs> like we already have Korg, and like you were saying, like you know, like it felt like Thor. Like it, it, it's like okay, it now did. we have a bunch more Korgs, basically. Yeah. That just do nothing except say funny and, things in the background. And also, the if you read man. broccoli, there was yeah. the broccoli man. The broccoli man. Also, if you read the planet, broccoli man. I've, <laughs> if there's a broccoli, <laughs> there's a broccoli man. if there's a broccoli man, that implies there's a cheddar man. Ooh. <gasps> and they should don't give Marvel too many ideas. They'll be very, <laughs> yeah. There will be a walking very into Cracker Barrel cheese block in the I next. Will, <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> I just, um, oh God, dude, I just, I don't hate this movie, by the way. I, I I'm going to sound like I'm, I hate it, but I'm I don't. I'm going to say my overall rating, I did the average of all of mine and yeah. it's 7.6, which felt yeah, right I mean, when I, six, when I wrote that number, 6.6, 6.6, yeah. yeah. I wrote it down and I was like, that feels right. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's yeah. going to sit probably somewhere in the middle for me yeah. in the grand MCU mm-hmm. scheme. Better than Love and Thunder, not as good as um, Multiverse of Madness. That's my agreed. That's yeah. they, they would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Between those. I agree with that for sure. Um, but Universal Impact. All right, this is where it ranked the highest for me. Easily, um, I know we yeah. only went to ten, but I put an eleven on this because. But is it just because of the post credit scene, though? No. Uh, no, I don't think so because there's a lot of elements about the quantum realm that maybe I get granted a little bit, or not me specifically, but comic readers get granted a little bit of grace because I mean the quantum realm exists in the Soul Stone, doesn't it? Tip- like before, it's like, isn't it? Or in the comics, doesn't it have something to do with the Soul Stone? Uh, the quantum realm is completely different. Right. Um, okay, never mind them. It's it's because it's within our. Oh well, I guess it would be just another layer to a to any universe t- and timeline. Because yeah, because you have to quantify things. Is there a quantum realm wherever you are, and then you're on a planet in a universe in a timeline? Yeah, like because you, you can be on Earth in a different right. timeline. You can be on Earth in a different universe. So, like, do all the different universes timelines when they do end up in their like, if they have access to the quantum realm, is that the one and only? Because it's outside because, of time, outside of space. Yeah, I I think that's what makes me think that in the MCU that they're that like the, the quantum zero, realm is like its own. Yeah, place. the zero almost like zero the, zero of everything the living negative zone almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a Ooh, deep comic one. My stomach's yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> but um, I put it as eleven out of eleven out of ten. Um, you guys, what do you feel? Zero. I put universal a, impact. Universal impact. Yeah. On like the universe as a whole. Yeah. W- like Marvel what, going what forward. What do we know now that we didn't know at the end of Loki? There's more. Than I mean one that king. there's more than one king. Yeah, we know that, but now we have the Council of Kings, and here's what we know here. Here's what we know. Oh, so now we know they have meetings. There is, there is. A, well, this is <laughs> cool. This is what this movie. This could have been a Facetime. Guys. This is a big. This is a big deal, right? At the end of Loki, we learned that there is a king, Prime. But now we've learned this. The king that was killed in the movie. I had to write this down because I was like, 
I have to quantify this, like Wait. tangibilize this. Is he Kang Prime? No, or is no, 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 Kang no, 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 no. I, I got okay. this. I got oh, this. I promise. Gotcha. Kane Prime. Kang was <laughs> Kang was killed in the movie. The one that was killed was exiled for stopping the council from creating the multiversal war. So the one in the movie was killed, and he and he who remains have the same goal, mm-hmm. but they go about it differently. This one was not trying to start the Universal War. He was trying to kill off uh, timelines that would potentially start the war. war. So what we find out that's new from this one is that he's not the real problem. The council is. Which is a really interesting sort of – he's not really – a yeah. villain in a particular way if you think about it he's that, like a yeah interesting just yeah so so but that's where you sit here and you're like okay so we have one kang that it takes four ant characters to three to bring down and an army of ants and, and an army, army of ants, ants. <laughs> that supposedly are a thousand years old okay two thousand I, I'm pretty sure the number was 2,000. Yeah. Why do they have starship armor on? Oh, because they lived a, a thousand years yes. when they got sucked That was, in. Yeah, that that was on par with Palpatine's return. I know. Like, what? Yeah, but yet, well, like, they hit, um, they, he said they hit a pocket that involved time dilation, which is a real world thing. Yeah. I know. Um, and it's, it's just a very convenient like, what, yeah, what way to explain it. What I thought was confusing, it. too, in that was that we don't know. So Janet was there for 30 years, came back, she aged. Scott, Hope, Cassie, Hank, and then Janet again went down there, were there for God knows how long, came out and just reappeared back on the same point in, point in time. I looked this up. Um, it's because th- within the levels of the quantum universe, like time works differently depending on where you're at. So like Janet happened to be in a... A, a level of the quantum universe where she just completely like she was just there 30 years she aged 30 years she came out 30 years has passed like time depi- didn't move the same way it doesn't where move she was that where yeah. scott did in yeah. endgame yeah so depending on where you're at in the quantum universe time works either that actually way differently so or that, it works. that does that does kind of still work with the rules of endgame where each of them went into the quantum realm to navigate time and each one popped out in different time spaces so i guess that does kind of make sense but it's just like wouldn't it be random like they and they also like when when scott missed his chance to go back in because kang went came back to fight him mm-hmm. like would wouldn't that randomize when he pops back in or, or do we just have the whole family just sitting and waiting for him i think that they were in the same level that janet was at Especially mm-hmm. like for Kang, because they were at the place where she left yeah. Kang, and I think just Kang doesn't age. As far as I'm aware, Kang does not age. He, like especially when he has technology. But, but that's yeah. the yeah. thing. That's the thing. That's the thing is that Kang is every when all the time. Yeah. Right. Because even- if he's outside of time, in the case of He Who Remains, he never ages to us, but he might live a normal human lifetime. But every time he pops up in all of the history of the world, he he will always appear the same age or however Mm -hmm. his relative age is, you know? So it's like it's time is relative. But to him, it's just like it is a line on a graph that he can put a dot at. It's a 2D dimension to Mm -hmm. his 3D. Our 3D Mm -hmm. is to his 4D, which is just it's it's like fighting the people in Interstellar. 
you know right it's literally like fighting those people there's no way to which to me okay that's that's already difficult enough where you have one of them now you have like thousands of them and like each one of them is capable of taking down three ant men yeah and just one of these guys has killed so many avengers he can't remember which one you are yeah and so that's what i'm saying are you the one with the hammer i was like that that might be the most bone chilling yeah. thing a villain, oh, yeah. a villain has I said. I've you before. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that that might have been the best line in the movie. Yeah, it was to me. But yeah, so that's yeah. And his delivery was really cool too. And I think that like his his take on the character was perfect because like when you've lived that long and when you've experienced that much, like mm-hmm. nothing phases you anymore. So his like very stoic and very calm demeanor was just. I like that the only thing that mattered to him was his own emotions because it was the only thing that feels mm-hmm. real to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, I mean, he's he's watched time end. Mm-hmm. So when you tell him you're killing a whole timeline f- filled with billions of people, he's like, yeah, I've watched everything end. Yeah. I don't care about them. Yeah, trillions. Like, um, I've seen trillions of trillions. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought he liked the, you know, like I said before, like the gravity that he had and like all that stuff. Like he just played that character so well. It was yeah. awesome. Standalone impact as a movie, I felt it was like a seven. Standalone? Mm. I don't know. Like, I, was like, I also gave it a seven. It's yeah. just like. It uh, but, I, but then I was thinking about, uh, about it after because I gave it a seven and I thought about it a little bit and I'm like, would I watch it again? Just. Yeah, as a solo for, movie. Yeah. And I don't know that I would. Maybe because Paul Rudd, but yeah, I mean, if this is where it scored the highest for me, I'm I'm like yeah. seven eight just because yeah. I love Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors was great. Yeah. Cassie was great. The jokes mm-hmm. were funny. Yeah, it's the when jokes you did land. Yeah, yeah. They did. yeah. It's just when you take a step back and look at it, you know, as as part of this whole story mm-hmm. that we've been watching for ten years. You're like, what are, what are we doing, guys? Like, it just didn't feel right. like a step forward in the overall story at all to me. Yeah. I, I thought the pacing of setting up the quantum universe to have all these people and all these animals. I Like, I was watching it and I was like, man, they're trying to do what Guardians of the Galaxy did. And they're failing miserably to make me feel anything about Attached. these creatures yeah. or, mm-hmm. or characters. You know, like, I, there was, I don't know if it was just the pacing or... I think or, the world didn't feel lived in either. Yeah. Well, I and by that I mean like you can tell that these creatures all exist here. But like when you see Star Wars, like I love how it's like the dystopian versus utopian idea of like Star Trek, where Star Trek's mm-hmm. very like utopian. Everything's like the ships are perfectly like congruent on each side. If you were to divide it on like a Y axis, they're perfectly congruent on each side. Versus Star Wars ships, the Millennium Falcon, its cockpit is on the far left side yeah you know and it's like very dystopian everything is grungy everything feels like Mm -hmm. this has been used for 40 years and this didn't feel that way it didn't feel like star trek either though because star trek feels orderly and this felt like it was trying to be disorderly but clean yeah it was just like another planet it's just all you felt Mm -hmm. which isn't ant-man yeah i know yeah, that's 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 my primary complaint about the entire story. Is it just happened to be Ant Man? Yeah, they could have plugged in anyone which, else they wanted into this. Movie. Which I get it. If you're doing the quantum universe, it's kind of got to be Ant Man. I get that. If you if that's how you want to introduce Kang, but I just I would not have picked Ant Man to be the the introduction of of the of the new Thanos. 
Yeah, I agree. Because I think, but, but they did introduce Thanos on screen for the first time in Guardians, which at the time coming out was the biggest risk for Marvel because no one knew them. I yeah. mean, think about that. Yeah, Ant Man came out after Guardians. So, like, at that point, we were already yeah. ready for new characters. But prior to that, we had more Thor, we had more Iron Man, we had more Captain America, and we had a Hulk movie and Avengers movies. And that's all we had. And then Guardians. But Thanos was just introduced in the film. Yeah. They weren't... The, Guardian, the yeah. Guardians weren't going up against yeah. Thanos. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right, like, you're right. He was mm-hmm. a post... He was... Um, oh. He was kind of in it. He was like a hologram thing with Ronan. Yeah, Ronan has a face to face with him at some point. Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. And he snaps the neck. He snaps the guys. neck. Yeah, with the hammer. Have you guys ever seen Buffy and Angel and all that? On oh, the... yeah. Do you remember Wesley Wyndham Price? Yeah. The nerdy guy? Yes, I do. The guy that Ronan snaps his neck? That's Wesley Wyndham no Price. No way. <laughs> in, the, in the makeup. That's oh, awesome. That makes me happy. But anyway, yeah, so. And then my hype meter, I put it at seven because. I don't know. It didn't live to pre-premiere hype, but I don't think it was quite as bad as a lot of people are saying it is. I thought it outdid its hype because... Really? Yeah, because... Um, and I'm just thinking about how how it did well at the box office and how... You know, like I feel like critics rated it way lower than audience did. I think I saw yeah, that true. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like so almost like double The fact the that it outdid its hype. I feel like it, in that sense, it outdid its hype. Um, yeah, unless they've updated the numbers, it's the biggest difference in yeah. critic versus yeah. it literally public. has Venom. I think it's sure. Venom numbers. I think yeah. it's double with that. Anything. It literally has Venom numbers. Like Venom was like forty-two and seventies. Which I still don't something. get that mm-hmm. because I thought Venom was. Yeah, I mean, first, first, Venom was first, fine. Ven- first Venom. Yeah. yeah, it's looking like it's opening big, hundred four, hundred twelve million the first, hundred twenty yeah. million the first weekend. In, in, yeah, that's not bad. So it's yeah. doing well. That's not bad. Isn't that two twenty five? Two twenty five worldwide. Most things are. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, I I enjoyed watching the movie. Yeah. Like like I said, like the cast was great, the jokes mm-hmm. were great, and I I, I love Paul Rudd so much like, Dude, mm-hmm. he's my KC boy mm-hmm. I love him yeah. I have so much like home state pride for that guy I love that even though he's from Missouri side but that's okay <laughs> All right. but I, I just I love Paul Rudd and, I like, do too just him being in the movie never not being Paul Rudd he's oh yeah always yeah, yeah. being always Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd yeah it's just one of those things where I was like I can't bring myself to hate this because here's the deal with Thor's and I'm comparing it to Thor because I feel like it has the most like similarity of like tone differences between movies. Mm -hmm. I didn't love Ragnarok because I knew Planet Hulk and I just if I wanted to see Sakaar, I wanted to see a Planet Hulk. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's Thor. And then you get all of I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a good Thor movie, but it's basis was just not four and it's only a good Thor movie because why why go into the the world war hulk storyline that's so good when you can just have his son pop up randomly at the Mm. end of she hulk for no reason with (laughs) daredevil and look amazing like yeah that haircut spoiler spoiler for planet hulk spoiler for planet hulk we've already spoiled it before haven't we yeah no 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 no. we did we didn't tell the thing that caused it um him Sakar's mom, his wife on Sakar, is brutally killed, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and that's yeah, what motivates him to return to 
Earth, but you can't have that now because he's already back on Earth and he never, I mean, I assume he had a wife, but we didn't meet her when he was on Sakaar, and I'm assuming yeah. we should have because of how close they were. And the best part of that storyline is Scar and Hulk fighting each other. Oh, yeah. But I guess dude. that just happened <laughs> behind the scenes of She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, 40% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, 85% people. Uh, people 85? 85%. Yeah, that's oh, a little oh, high. Yeah, yeah. That's a little high for that movie. Yeah. I think... 47 Rotten Tomatoes, 3 out of 5 common... What is this? Common? I'm probably at like a... Common Sense Media and then Metacritic, 48%. I just... Hmm. I totally give it a seven, 76%. That's right. I was like 67, yeah. 73 range. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it wasn't bad. It's saved by the cast. 100%. Um, oh, yeah. The cast... That was the, something I wrote down here was like, the cast was always understanding their assignment. Yeah, every one of them was always doing their best in the role that they had, especially Jonathan Majors, and especially to me, Cassie and Paul yeah. Rudd. Uh, they, they need to stop leaning on like developing solid protagonists or, or villains, and then fucking up on the whole storyline. Like mm -hmm. they did that in, in Love and Thunder. They, yeah. We had a really strong. Um, we had gore. Yeah, oh, God, and my then. Favorite. Marvel the rest Lord. of the film was like Thor finding himself again. Fart jokes. Yeah, fart jokes. Gotta put the fart jokes in. Dude, you know, I'm whenever. just... I will never... But it's the same in this situation. We had Jonathan Majors who fucking slayed as... Incredible. Yeah, he mm -hmm. was great as Kang. And then, yeah, obviously, like, we love we love Paul Rudd, we love Cassie and all that stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. again, the writing wasn't there. I, I so... I Can still can't get over that? Love and Thunder still because <laughs> Love and Thunder is, like, to me, the worst MCU movie. I it I watched it a second time with my mom, and it. it What'd your mom it, think of it? Well, mom, she likes Thor, and I knew yeah. she was gonna like the humor in it, even though like a lot of us don't. But like every time the fucking goats made a noise, <laughs> she laughed, and it made me laugh, and it you know it made me like kind of enjoy. It. And and that's probably why I liked it a little more because I watched yeah. it and enjoyed it with my mom. Yeah. But like I just I remember at the end of it, you know, like when Jane spoiler if you haven't seen it, when Jane passes away, I remember thinking like this is a bit more poignant than I recalled last time I watched it, and and again I went in with the goggles that that um, uh, Korg is kind of telling the story. Mm -hmm. We're we're sort of hearing this vibe through Korg's eyes and. Yeah, I was I was trying to take that more into account, and for some reason, you know, I I don't know what I would rank lower Love and Thunder. Probably like a six. You know, it's somewhere in the middle. I think four to six in anything, sort of the middle of the road. It it probably became a seven for me. You know, really? after I rewatched right. it. So your second watch made you like it more. Yeah, it did. Okay. You know, I kind I've kind I kind I knew what I was going into. You know, right. and and I I didn't I didn't realize the vibe of the film was going to be that way when I saw it for the first time because. Gore. I mean, it was even more than Ragnarok. It was Ragnarok mm -hmm. Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree. But I just... I don't know. I'm ready for Dark Thor. Yeah. Like just a really... You know, m maybe you'll get that in ten more years. Yeah. <laughs> After he's found himself. I don't know. When they time travel again and reset everything again. Um, yeah, I, I, I mentioned cinematography earlier. And I don't know how you guys feel about it because I know that they did the what is it volume technology is that what it's called? Oh yeah, the, the bubble. They, they did use that. They did. Yep, yeah, they I, did. Why, I'm genuinely yeah. shocked. Um, I am too. Yeah, I am. 
So Peyton, Re- really Peyton Reed's it. the director. He directed, obviously, the other two Ant-Men. Um, he directed two episodes of The Mandalorian, and that's what that was his first did, yeah. use of the yeah. again, volume oh technology. Oh my god, I forgot about he that. He did yeah. episode two of season two, and I can't. Uh, and the rest. Oh, I like episode. Uh, is it did, episode two, The Ice Planet? That's the. I think no, that's the first one. That's like uh, when we're introduced to him and he goes in the saloon. No, 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 no. Ice Planet with the spider. Oh, season two. Sorry, yeah, season that two, actually. Yeah, he directed might... season uh, episode two, season two. Mandalorian must find a way to transport a passenger with precious cargo. That yep. oh, it's with the frogs. Yep. The frogs. Yeah. See. Oh yeah. Frog lady. So he directed that one, and then he directed the rescue. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good okay. One. Okay. That's which, yeah. Which right. was a, he. I, I read a little bit uh, on his like experience with that, and he was there. It was like a big moment. Anyway, um, for him, and then <laughs> he also directed he, Bring It On. Yeah, yeah. And, so and, but, suck and, on that. And so, like his his thing with with the the projects he chooses to work on. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> and he he mentioned that too, like in, mm-hmm. in in a recent interview, he talked about it, saying that like whenever I'm presented a project that I'm like. A film about cheerleaders? Weird. Okay, I'll do it. I genuinely like the movie. I'm not making fun of it. No, I've seen it. Bring it on. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, I, I, I liked it. Yeah. I do too. Way back when I saw it. But, um, yeah, his use of volu- of, the, of that technology, for some reason, it felt like it was... You're talking about the quantum realm. Yeah. It feels like he should not have just relied on that. I know I know. he used props and stuff like that in some C- CG. I think he said um, like a couple hundred... Um, uh, you, like a couple. I, I think is I can't remember what how 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 he explained it, but basically, like the use of CG was obviously really important. But the bubble, the the volume technology, the the dome. That's yeah, what, yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. It feels like it cheaped out and diminishes the look and the aesthetic and the feel of what it should, what the quantum realm should look like. See, I just feel like everything on screen. I was like. I was watching it. And I was. I was like. I. I don't. I don't think I could touch this. I. I don't feel like right. that's. I don't uh, feel like that's. Lived in I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like it's there. Like, I can believe that a, a broccoli man exists, but yeah. even looking at him, I'm like, I can't feel. I can't yeah, think can't of what. If you can't think of what the texture yeah. feels like, it doesn't yes. look real. That should be a really good yes. rule of thumb for for judging CG. Is like, can you feel it? Like when you yeah. look at it, is that like. You know, like, like, yeah, like, yeah, feel it. Textures. Love, love or hate the Star Wars sequel trilogy. You so, can feel so many yeah. of the background yeah. characters are real yeah. things walking around, you know, and and that's, I, I love the aesthetic of, of the last like five to six years of Star Wars. That's yeah. where, like, I, so, so I don't know if you guys there. watched the little, like, re, uh, like the how it's made part of the, the assembled? Like the, no, no. The like, there's like this. The episode recaps at the end of Last of Us. Oh, oh yeah, I watch yeah. all those. So like, I watch those, and they they go into they they go into how important it is to like. They had a horde of of. Um, are we are we caught up on? Yeah, well, at least not, not yeah, last but night's episode, but, at least episode five. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little behind that, but but go ahead. It's fine. There's, no, it's not. I, yeah, no, I don't want to ruin that. I'm really? Not, I don't want to ruin that for you, Ralph. I, I'm cool with spoiling all of Rings of Power, but yeah. I'm not I'm not going to spoil five. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, yeah. like, w- it's without, my favorite without spoiling the story, there's a, you know, whenever they have, like, a horde of these clickers and, a, a, and, and you know, these infected, mm-hmm. it's actually people because they're like, we want, we want the, 
we want the movement and all that stuff to mm-hmm. feel real. Yeah. So like it's knowing when you need to when you need to maybe have you know use your budget a little more smartly mm-hmm. and actually make it feel real. Yeah. You can't like whenever whenever people walk and stuff like that there's a certain movement, there's a certain cadence to it and like mm-hmm. you can't you can't just you, you can't, a lot of times you lose a lot of that um uh, the human touch when you when you try to replicate that mm-hmm. on CG, much like movement of flora, movement of like things in the wind, stuff like that. Like you need, I have a huge problem with how they utilize that technology and how they relied on that mainly mm-hmm. to bring this world to life. And and there's a difference when so episode two of Last of Us, you know, we get to see the clickers for the first time, yeah. and I was so excited when I found out it was prosthetics instead of CGI. It was beautiful, oh, you too. can tell though too. And there's a difference when you see a clicker in episode two of The Last of Us and you go, I know that's not real. And but but in a good way, like the yeah. way the clickers move and sound and everything, that that creeps you out in a good way. Like I yeah. know that's not human. Yeah. But the inverse of that is when you watch something with with a shit CGI character standing behind someone, and you go, "I know that's not real." It's yeah. the and that's suspension in a of bad disbelief way. versus your ability to mm-hmm. feel safe. There's those yep. are the two juxtapositions on the reality of CG. Yeah, there, there's a massive difference in. And, and it, it all kind of comes back to that uncanny valley issue. Yeah. Like, I just saw yeah. Megan in theaters, mm-hmm. and there's this uncanny valley effect of this doll in the film, but but it's on purpose. You know, it's right. meant to make yeah, you uncomfortable. It's like Akira. Like, they were yeah. okay with making that feel yeah. dis, uh, disjointed from reality because mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to look at it and be like, oh, that's totally real. You're like, well, this is – I'm supposed to feel – a little disconnected, but mm-hmm. also because of how well they did, like the ICG. Yeah, yeah. It's like I feel the character, but, and I, um, just, and I just, think if you have Marvel budgets, what what are you doing? I was just going to say that, like Harry Potter was so good with utilizing puppets for the most part. They yeah. have a lot of creatures oh they have gosh, to bring to life, and they were so. Warner Brothers has the freaking mm-hmm. budget for it. You're fucking Disney. I love it or hate Disney. Love it or hate. Do better, <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Do I mean, better. Love or hate Book of Boba Fett, most of the Rancor scenes are yeah. an actual Rancor puppet. Yeah. And they CGI the arms and stuff yeah. on the sides. Yeah. And it but just, that's usually okay because what we connect to is... Yeah, yeah. The face. Again, the you look at the Rancor and you you can f- you know what it would feel like if you yeah. touch this alien creature. That mm-hmm. does not exist. And you somehow right. know the texture of this thing. Like. Well, we got to wrap it up, guys. But um, I'm glad we yeah. all felt somewhat similar on this. Yeah. It was just yeah. so explosive. <laughs> yeah, I, I was worried I was going to be the. I was no. like, God, I hope Mm-mm. everyone I else knew. Is I was angry. like, as yeah. soon as I was watching the film, I was like, I have to cannonball in with the ants because I'm going to freaking lose my mind with all the MacGuffins uh, like that. You it know, kills me you when know, you have cheap MacGuffins like that. You know, the ants didn't bother me. Really? I, oh man. Here okay, here's my thing. The 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 reason they do bother me is because okay, this is this is the dude that's claiming he's killed Thor 37 times, right? And he can't hold back a wave of big ants. And I yeah. I get they've got they've got armor on thousand year old scientific and my buddy said that like when he was blasting them, you could see the blast going off of their armor and shit. So I'm like, I didn't notice that. I can if if that's true, I can believe it. But I also went, really? This took 
this took this guy down that we're, that Wait, we're supposed to be. Don't ants actually have like really strong exoskeleton? Is that like their thing? Is yeah, but I would say iron armor. <laughs> yeah, they had like yeah armor plates on them. And there's one ant that like doesn't go as far. One of the bigger ants, yeah, he, he blasts. Yeah, and some yeah. little ones go flying, and I don't. And he just kind of backs up and goes right back in. And I was like, Yeah, I don't know. I kind, I don't know. I just like that. It, it it reminded me of uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, you know, I was like, Oh, there's okay. like flying ants, and then then there's the big yeah. tank ones, and so I, and 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 also it was like, Oh, finally the ants are. They can do something with them rather than, like you know, they were really important to the first one. They climbed on the motherboards and were able to conduct the electricity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like I guess, I guess, one. I guess, I'm saying like in battle. Oh, yeah, like like in in the, they're able to utilize yeah. ants in battle somehow. And it's just, even, when I think of ants, I think of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, where oh. the guy gets. Do you remember the battle between the it Russian is. soldier and Indiana Jones on the field, oh, and he has the and he takes yeah. the crystal skull away, and they just climb into his mouth and everything, and carry him into the sand pit and head first bury him alive. Yeah. I, I made myself forget most of that movie. Yeah, but I'm excited for the next one. But I'm I'm gonna have to rewatch it yeah, the for, the for the next one. Yeah, film. yeah I want um, to. And I want to bring up one more thing: cinematography, which I have a huge problem with. Bill Pope, you know what he's done? What? Oh the no, Matrix. The Matrix. He should have done better. Yeah, Jeez. Should have done better. What the heck, guys? Yeah. Again, I don't hate this movie. I sound like I hate this movie. Yeah. But I had a good time watching. Yeah, it. I did too. Yeah, I did too. Because of the cast, the actors, yeah. Yeah, the cast actresses is, yeah. did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. The job, writers, everybody else involved, y'all shit the bed. Should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> yeah. huh. They got the writer for Jimmy Kimmel to write. Ugh. That hand-to-hand fight scene at the end with. I did, and I did enjoy that. There was a I lot was, of nice that little was standing good. grappling Ooh. moments. That was yeah, yeah. That, that was nice. The power levels made sense for once because, like, yeah. you know, Scott Scott will get a couple shots in, broke yeah. the armor. Mm-hmm. Also, once Kang gets his armor and is able to have technological advancements and build an empire in the quantum realm and a robot army, he still couldn't recharge the power core on his own or or shrink oh, or yeah. whatever. Okay. Okay. Anyway, all right, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, better Disney. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the sarcastic four. <laughs> to my left is Dean Sizemore. This is the way. I'm Brandon Wiggers. To my right is Liz Lavelle. What's up? And to my right, right is Ralph Purificato. Whatever doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Peace out. See y'all. Bye. Later, y'all. Much love. <laughs>